On Air Podcast number 27, believe it or not, for the 12th of August 2007. You're listening to the On Air Podcast on the web at www.onairpodcast.co.uk Providing material for use by hospital radio stations across the UK. And a very good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you wherever you are listening to this show. Thank you for downloading the podcast. This is a podcast all about hospital radio and by hospital radio members. Too. So if you are a member of a hospital radio station or, in fact, you're interested in joining, well, this is the podcast for you. Stick around and uh, we've got a whole host of bits and pieces coming up. We've got some Hospital Broadcasting Association news. We're off to Edinburgh as well for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and also a stack load of hospital radio news as well. Uh, included in there, Hospital Radio Basingstoke, Hospital Radio South Tyneside, Winchester Hospital Radio, uh, Hospital Radio Perth. To name just a few, there are many more to come as well. And also a uh, piece of music from an artist that you may well have heard of before and may well have played on your hospital radio station as well. And we're doing this show also live via Skypecast as well. And so you're welcome to join in the program uh, via Skype. Or you can just call me on uh, 0207-870-1287. And uh, at the moment, we've got the uh, the call on mute. And uh, we're trying our best to uh, keep it from uh, kind of screeching down at you a little bit too much. So that is all to come on the show today. Do please stick around. On the web at www.onairpodcast.co.uk Providing material for use by hospital radio stations across the UK Oh yes, it certainly is And uh, this is Matt Wade here And the the crackling and bits and pieces is our conference call Which we have uh, on at the moment And I think what we'll do is uh, we'll just do a quick Wade's World and then we'll move on to um, a couple of the calls that we already have coming in so far. I've put it on mute but uh, it doesn't seem to be uh, that much muted so uh, we'll see how we get on. Please do excuse the the scratches and the squeaks. Right then, Wade's World, just come back from holiday in Cornwall, which has been absolutely fantastic, down to Loo on the south coast of Cornwall, and uh, had a great time there, going back in fact on Tuesday to celebrate my 30th birthday, and uh, so heading down on the train and coming back on the plane actually, so uh, I'm looking forward to that, that'll be something slightly different, and just fed up with a long train journey really. So also been off to Delhi for a very interesting uh, trip for work purposes uh, to go and do some training over there. Uh, so also got a new gadget, got a new Nokia N95 mobile phone, which uh, I'm enjoying very much indeed, uh, having great fun with that. And my next trip off to Amsterdam next for IBC in September. Also uh, debating whether or not to go to PodCamp UK, which is all to do with podcasting that's taking place in Birmingham. But... Uh, we shall see on that side of things. I'm I'm not 100% sure yet. Right, continuing on, podcast news then. And, uh, well, I thought I'd uh, sort of bring you up to date with the podcast and uh, how it's going statistics-wise and uh, listenership and bits and pieces like that. July has been the busiest month on the website, I'm uh, glad to say, with 367 unique visitors. That's been compared with 269 in June. 
and uh, so been uh, very happy about that. The Hampton Court audio has been downloaded 15 times. Thank you to you if you have downloaded that. Uh, the on-air podcast 26, that was the last podcast that we did on the 14th of July, has been downloaded 75 times with 48 unique IP addresses. 46 downloads coming from subscriptions and 29 direct from the website at onairpodcast.co.uk. Uh, and on-air podcast number 25 downloaded 118 times. And um, that's been 57 unique IP addresses, 83 downloads through the subscription. That means through iTunes or from another RSS feed and 35 from the website. It's very, very warm in the podcast studio, back in the wife's wardrobe, by the way. And um, what we might do next time is uh, try and uh, get the bandwidth uh, a little bit bigger and uh, maybe head off somewhere and do it somewhere else. Um, and carrying on with the... That's fine. Let me uh, let me just answer him. Hello, Paul. Hello. That's Chris McClear. Fantastic. Well, I've stuck the conference call on hold for the moment, and um, th- this seems to be a, a better way of doing it. <laughs> so, Paul, um, while we have you, before you called off your uh, Sunday roast, maybe... Um, oh yeah, definitely Sunday race today. I, I've got some uh, Winchester Hospital Radio news that you might like to add add on to. Um, the the news that I've received is that the station has issued a release featuring infectious interview music played in between schools TV programs in the 1960s and 70s. The day the TV stood still, double CD compilation is the latest release on the station's own record label. Yeah, this is something we've been doing now for several years. One of our members, Steve Wills, uh, decided to uh, put together some CDs. And Steve, strange lad, has, a, has a, an interesting sort of test card music and all that sort of stuff. And he put, so going back about 10 years now, he put together a CD with this and sold it. We're talking about 500 or so, 500,000 CDs, sold them, and the profits came to Winchester Radio. And then he did another one and another one. And then we took it on board for, for to get round certain uh, legal issues uh, so that he wasn't getting involved in the tax side of it. So now Winchester Hospital Radio puts out uh, about once a year a CD uh, of sort of a, a genre of music, you know, it's a test card or music that you used to get during the day on TV um, between, you know, one programme and another. Of course, it's now wall-to-wall programmes, so you don't get it anymore. And they sell. We make good profits on this. Sounds very, very good. So there's... um, How many tracks would you say? Is like 18 tracks on each CD or...? Yeah, something along those lines, yeah. Uh, And the other great news is Steve works for one of the major banks and uh, uh, the bank actually matches some of his uh, fundraising. He goes to a a show. They have a... a, a, What do you call it? A a conference, if you like, of... of, uh, people who are interested in such things and he sells the cd there and the bank matches part of steve's fundraising work for the bank uh, they they match his funds so it gives about another 500 pound oh fantastic a bit of kind of fundraising matching you know you raise this yeah. and we'll, we'll we'll give you the same fantastic so it's giving us a couple of thousand quid that's a very good fundraising isn't event, it just yeah 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 and the, the best thing is it doesn't really require um, the other members to uh, participate, which I always find is a good thing. <laughs> which is very, very useful. Yes, um, yeah. Steve does m- most of the work. He actually does the work of sort of you know uh, getting the things sorted out and uh, and doing the recording. We hold on to the stock of them, but uh, he does most of the work, and it's great. It's a lovely way to uh, raise money. 
Do you have any other news from Winchester Hospital Radio? Well, we had a good tidy out. You know, have you ever noticed at hospital radios that you know you never got enough time to do the things? So it goes on the pile over there because it might come in useful, and we'll sort it out later on. Mm-hmm. And then five five years later, you realise that actually never did come in useful in these sorting out. We had a good old clear out on uh, on Wednesday, and uh, wow, it's amazing the amount of uh, stuff that we throw in that. Because we did this because we we're about to put together another little computer facility if you like at the back of our engineering room ready for when we finally one day eventually upgrade to the new myriads and new new computers to run it on so uh, back to do some woodwork yeah we we had to get rid of an awful lot of stuff when we moved hospitals um we reduced by about a third the actual square footage that we had and the amount of junk that was just lying around um, it just sort of creeps up in you over the years, doesn't it? Of course it does. You think, oh, yeah, well, that might actually come in useful at some point. You know, I might need to do this and do that. And uh, it's just, it just piles up. In a way, it's been quite good having the move because it started sort of a, us afresh again, you know? Mm. Of course, if you had thrown it out originally, you'd have needed it the following week. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can almost guarantee that. Yeah, and you rush to the skip and, oh, they've actually emptied it, which is uh, yeah. normally how it happens. Uh, we continue to do lots of broadcasts from up on the uh, wards, which is uh, great fun. Uh, I, I'm, I'm an engineer, but I've actually for the last year or so been doing a show because we needed people to do shows. And I, must admit, I enjoy it. It's the request show I do. And I enjoy it because you never know what you're going to play any evening. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, you feel at the end of the show that you've you've made a real difference that night, you know, if... Um, and and people ask sometimes, well, how do I know I'm making a difference to the patients? I'm going to encourage people. I've got my, got, my, got my soapbox here. Get yourself an outside broadcast kit if you haven't got one. Get up on the wards. Broadcast live from the wards. Do part of your request show up on the wards. Sometimes you'll get a patient <clears throat> who will want to have a chat with you. And you'll have a little chat with them, find out a little bit about them. And you find some amazing characters up on the wards. Other, other people, they don't want to chat, so you can stand at the end of your bed, of your bed, their bed, and you can say to them, Ethel, you asked for a bit of uh, ABBA, well, here you go. And I'll tell you what, when you see the smile on their face, you know that you're doing a good job. You know that what we're doing is, is you know, worth doing. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic stuff. OK, Paul, I think we're going to leave it there, unless you have okay. any other information. And um, I'm sorry that this Skypecast conference call thing didn't quite work out, but uh, this way at least we've got you on, uh, and I've got someone else lined up as well. Um, so hopefully they're going to call in and uh, make sure that if, if you have to go off for your lunch or whatever, then uh, the podcast will be up this afternoon uh, in, I shall on the website. avidly. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Paul. Cheers, Matt. Take care. Bye-bye. And uh, so hopefully we'll have uh, Chris Brookbanks on. And uh, so that's a name that I'm not aware of. Um, And so look forward to getting Chris on and uh, see what Chris is. We're going to go off to Edinburgh very soon with our our podcast. And uh, Tom Foster has been our roving reporter in Edinburgh for the Fringe Festival. Hi, Chris. Hi, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Excellent, excellent. Uh, well, it's very nice to hear from you, Chris. And uh, <laughs> would you like to tell me what your involvement with Hospital Radio is? Well, I'm uh, the engineer at uh, Radio Royal in Lancaster. Um, that's about it at the moment. I do the uh, Sunday evening request programme, and that's about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just thought I'd uh, pop in and have a listen to see uh, what everyone else was, was up to at the moment. 
but uh, obviously it's <laughs> turning out to be a bit of a fiasco. Yeah, you, you, you might do better just downloading the finished podcast at the end. Yeah, have a uh, listen. And, and then, you're, then you'll get hold of them all that way. Um, yeah. I think that's probably the, the best plan. Also looking at doing some technology uh, via a company called TalkShoe as well, which oh. um, seems to be slightly better than Skypecasts. Yeah. Um, I would have th- hoped they would have got better, but... Um, but they obviously haven't. So yeah, no, it's still a bit uh, iffy by the sound of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have any news from your uh, station? Anything um, going on? Well, um, we refitted the studio a few weeks ago. Uh, we put some a uh, couple of new pieces of equipment in. Uh, we've got now got a playout system, a fantastic ML list thing, which is it's free. It's a really good system, and uh, we're just sort of training people uh, how to use it at the moment. And it seems to be going quite well. I've only had one phone call so far, so they can't really use it. But uh, <laughs> we managed to sort that out over the phone. Um, but yeah, other than that, we're, we're okay. We're a bit short on members, but uh, I think some of us are. Uh, struggling along and the, the hospital are uh, neglecting our uh, little facility but um, I'm sure we'll get through to them eventually it's something needs doing but uh, yeah that's all the news from us really at Radio Royal in Lancaster but uh, yeah I'd like to hear what everyone else has got to say <laughs> Okay in uh, other hospital radio news Ian Mills and the team at Northumberland Hospital Radio they are on the patient line system are you on patient line or do you, are you unfortunately still... yes we are on patient line Okay, <laughs> it's, well... uh, it's a bit of a task it was a bit of a task to get on it uh, when was it we went on it was about three years ago now I think uh, but uh, we had a bit of a problem uh, getting actually attached to the system itself uh, but we managed to sort it out eventually but um, yeah we're on there we've been on there for a good three years and we haven't really had any problems with it but uh, it's just the patients that are a bit uh, sceptical about the whole thing really but uh, I'm sure I'm sure quite a lot of other patients are around the country yeah it's a very tricky situation and uh, it, always, it always does seem like an uphill struggle just to uh, just to get yourself connected and, and you end up telling uh, patient line how how to do it really mm, yeah uh, which uh, <laughs> seems the wrong way around but um, yeah. well, well we're getting used to we're getting used to saying the big orange button we're channel one <laughs> yeah yeah exactly at least we are channel one now that has been uh, one benefit of uh, yeah yeah of recent it was times. A bit, it, was, it was a bit confusing at one point because we ended up on uh, something like 45. Uh, then we were on Channel 6 and we moved to Channel 1 and went, up to back, went back up to 45 for a couple of weeks and now we're back on one again and we have been for a couple of years now. So hopefully it'll stay that way. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so too. Oh, I'm sorry, I muted you there. Um, let me get you back here. Sorry about that. I'm just trying, uh, just trying my best to figure out Skypecast over in the other okay. screen. Um, so anyway, Northumberland Hospital Radio, they are uh, celebrating being the number one radio station for the uh, hospital. Mm-hmm. So they've recently got their figures through, which, again, is an uphill struggle. Um, yeah. And so uh, well done to those guys for making it to at number one. Um, so they're really chuffed about that. Um, Grampian Hospital Radio, uh, John Graham and all the team, congratulations for making it to 15 years. They've been on the air. They uh, made it to their 15th anniversary on the 6th of August. They did a day's worth of programmes. And they've Excellent. also made it onto Patient Line at long last. So uh, <laughs> they're grateful of that. Um, also, Hospital Radio Perth. Um, John Watson and the team went to the races, involved the patients in their broadcasts, um, and uh, they used that as a fundraising event as well. So they broadcast live from the races. Um, yeah, the races is a new one. I've never heard anyone do that before. No, no, it's a it's an interesting one. You can read out uh, read more about that at the Hospital Broadcasting Association website, okay. hbauk.co.uk forward slash members. I give you more information about that if you've. Uh, logged on there it's uh, well mm-hmm. worth checking out the hba website 
Um, Hospital Radio South Tyneside. And now this is uh, this is definitely the role for the chairman here. Ron Cameron took part in the 10th Springboard Allen Heads to Rocker Challenge, which was a 47-mile bike ride, mostly uphill. Um, and uh, good. Must no. be on the way back. Yeah, I think, unfortunately, it was just one way. Uh, oh, right. Ro- <laughs> Ron managed to raise £117 for the funds, uh, also managed to come off the course, fall 10 foot into a ditch, and being yeah. finally stopped by a branch in his face, Ooh. leaving him with scratches, bruises, and a broken Excuse nose. Me. My no, phone is ringing. I'm no problem. <laughs> okay, no problem. Um, and uh, so that was rather bad luck for Hospital Radio South Tyneside, but uh, well done, Ron, for making £117. That is uh, excellent news, and uh, uh, I think uh, you have well and truly earned that money. We move on to Hospital Radio Basingstoke, and uh, Neil Ogden. Uh, Last summer, an email from an ex-member sparked a programme idea that's created four different programmes on Hospital Radio Basingstoke. An ex-member who now lives in New Zealand offered to do voiceovers for us on his computer and send them to us for use on air. And uh, they decided to take it one stage further and suggested an actual programme. So the idea for the postcard shows was born and uh, so since that uh, member ex-member in new zealand another member of the station went off to work in the south of france her postcard was the first of the series to make it on air and then there were two series of postcard from france although it's come to an early end due to internet problems i know all about those in the meantime postcard from new zealand made its debut on christmas day last year and is now a regular weekly show every sunday lunchtime Another of our members regularly goes to France for extended holidays and he will be sending his own postcard from France for a month during September. And also another one of their members is off to retire in Spain. So his postcard from Spain will be the latest edition from later this year. So I think that's uh, quite a nice idea. Postcards from overseas. So well done to Hospital Radio Basingstoke there for a new idea. Uh, Let me just take a slurp of uh, my drink and uh, we'll be back in a second. You're listening to the On Air Podcast on the web at www.onairpodcast.co.uk. And uh, on with some more Hospital Radio news. Uh, Ivan Brackenbury. Now, uh, I wonder who has heard of Ivan Brackenbury. Uh, well, I'll try and put some links in the show notes. Ivan is up in Edinburgh for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, and um, he is a spoof hospital radio DJ. And uh, so uh, he has been up there doing his show, his hospital radio roadshow, and Ivan's prime gag is to play the least suitable records possible for the listeners to his disease hour. For the hospital's bulimics... Maloko, bring it back. For Paul with jaundice, Coldplay, yellow. You get the idea. Uh, but everything races along with terminal incompetent Ivan actually being a very proficient DJ. That's what the Times say. I'll stick a link to the Times review into the show notes at onairpodcast.co.uk. So uh, Ivan Brackenbury, and we hope hoping to get an interview with Ivan Brackenbury uh, that will be on the special um, on-air podcast Fringe Festival coverage at onairpodcast.co.uk forward slash fringe. Hospital Radio Metro in Wright-Tington, 
I think, perhaps meant to be Wrightington. Wigan and Lee NHS Trust is continuing to celebrate Lee Infirmary Centenary Year by hosting a garden party this month. So that's happened yesterday at one o'clock in the grounds. So uh, well done to you guys at Hospital Radio Metro supplying the music. Steve Chambers from Hospital Radio Pulse. Unfortunately, bad news there, was attacked at the start of August. So, Steve, I do hope you're recovering okay and uh, getting yourself better and uh, maybe you got the chance to listen to a little bit of hospital radio while you were in um and so steve i do wish you the best and uh, would love to hear from you and uh, check that you're all okay everything's better uh this one coming from this is lancashire.co.uk and uh, hospital radio presenter has bagged an exclusive interview interview with chart toppers mcfly and left her daughter speechless weeks of pestering finally paid off for royal blackburn hospital volunteer and amanda townsend who mingled with journalists from around the world for a chat with the boys she said that her daughter lisa is a huge mcfly fan and we travel all over the country to see them perform we were already going to their show at aintree Racecourse when i saw a notice on a board at the hospital saying they needed a presenter to do a show on groups meaning local pop bands i jumped the chance and decided to set my heights my sights higher so there you go and finally tor bay carnival dave bather the program controller at tor bay hospital radio was dressed as a hippie from the swinging 60s so uh, well done to you dave and i hope you managed to raise some money there for you dressing up like a fool and uh, so some hospital broadcasting association news newport conference don't forget 19th to the 21st of october is uh, when that's on and uh, so i'm going to play you we're going to head off to edinburgh for the fringe festival for our coverage from that i'm going to mute my call with chris for the moment and uh, we'll um We'll go from there, so let me just mute that, and we'll play our coverage from the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. It's festival time here in Edinburgh at the moment, and I am reporting exclusively for Hospital Radios to tell you about all the wonderful sights and attractions that are going on to entertain the masses as they have filled Edinburgh throughout August. Tens of thousands of different theatre companies and dance groups have come to Edinburgh to show off their talent and hope that they are the next big thing to be seen by the scouts and talent agents out there. But there's also the general public and the tourists to think about, and they too have come here in their droves. Edinburgh is taken over by thousands and thousands of visitors every August, and it really has become the theatrical fringe event of the world. A show that will combine comedy, tragedy, physical and mental theatre. A show that has everything for all people, young and old. When you first arrive at the Edinburgh Festival, you are presented with a programme of over 5,000 different acts. It's almost impossible to know exactly what to go and see, so you really have to take potluck and just delve in. Some of it will be rubbish, but some of it will be truly, truly amazing. One way for theatre companies to promote their shows and to drum up that extra bit of business is to go to the Royal Mile. Now, the Royal Mile is a cobbled street in Edinburgh which 
during festival time is taken over by loads and loads of different actors and promoters handing out flyers and trying to promote their show to get audiences in. This is the place I would advise any visitor to come for their first port of call to get an idea of what sort of show they want to see. Here you'll get the actors performing little extracts, singing certain songs so you can get a flavour of the excitement that you'll come to see if you buy their ticket. Let's go and have a look and see what's out there. Hello, I'm, I'm reporting especially for all the hospital radios around the country. Oh, right. So would you like to just tell us a little bit about The Little Sweet? Well, it's a, a very famous piece written by ben- Benjamin Britten. And we've made our own version of it, and it's Norfolk Youth Music Theatre. It's all about a little boy who gets put up a, a chimney to sweep it, in, set in 1810, and um, the, with the nasty chimney masters make him do it. And it's in a big old house called Icon Hall, and some other children rescue him from the chimney, and they have to hide him for, for the day until they can... Um, make his escape happen. And to, do, do you actually have a chimney on stage? No, we have, we've got a very theatrical chimney. We do it with a clever effect with lighting. Clever. And, uh, and a, a little boy and a, and a very good little bit of acting from a, a scared little boy on top of a box. Is, is, are, are, you, are you the little Sam lad? Yeah, What's I your am. name? Sam Miller. Sam Miller. Now, Sam, how much acting have you done before? Uh, well, I started doing theatre and acting when I was about seven. Now I've been, I'm 12 now, so... Really? And do you like going up chimneys? Not particularly going on chimneys, but I drew doing it on stage. But did you, did, you, did you have a practice? Did you do that method acting, you know, to, well, to, to experience what it's really like to be a chimney sweep? Well, no, I'm sure my dad would want me to do it, but I, I've never gone up chimney myself, so I don't really want to. Sweep! Okay, so that was uh, Tom Foster reporting uh, for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, and you can download that show. And um, thank you ever so much for Tom. And there'll be more reports from the Edinburgh Fringe Festival that you can get to by going to www.onairpodcast.co.uk forward slash fringe, and you can use those in your hospital radio station and uh, and uh, stick those on air. So Chris has left us uh, for today and uh, got off the phone after a a long phone call. And uh, so thank you ever so much for that. Okay, we'll carry on with some uh, feedback in on the emails. Uh, We've had feedback from um, Malcolm Marden from Hospital Radio Exeter has emailed in on airpodcast.gmail.com. 
and uh, says, Hi, Matt. Make sure your colleagues visit Viz Venue 70, which is a Quaker meeting house, uh, Victoria Terrace in Exeter, uh, where the Signet Company are performing in weeks two and three with two productions. Uh, and so you can find out more by going to the Signet Company website, uh, both plays directed by Alistair Ganley. So uh, thank you for getting in touch. That's what Malcolm does uh, in his day job. He's the assistant administrator for the Signet Company. And having seen the two plays so many times, I would highly recommend them. So if you are in the Exeter area, then uh, head along to that. Why don't you? And uh, so thank you for getting in touch. Also had an email from Pete, at, uh, who runs the band Antique Call, and has asked for his track to be played on the next podcast. So, Pete, we will do that. Also had a thank you from Howard Jones's label for playing his track. And uh, so uh, that's been very, very good. And uh, the uh, chap from Howard Jones's label has also uh, sent me on our track that we're going to be playing on the podcast today. If you would like to get in contact with the show, you can do so via email on airpodcast at gmail.com and you can send in your text or audio feedback. You can add a comment on the website on airpodcast.co.uk. Skype me via mattwade01. If I'm not online, then you can leave a voicemail. Instant message, wadem01 at hotmail.co.uk and you can call the show as well, 0207 870 1287. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to hang up on that one. And also I'm going to uh, hang up on the uh, Skype cast there as well and uh, play our final track for today and uh, go back to uh, Ubercaster, play our final track. And our final track today has been um, recommended to me uh, by Howard Jones's uh, promotional label. And uh, this is Sandy Shaw. Puppet got a brand new string. It's to mark her 60th birthday. And you can find out more about Sandy Shaw at sandyshaw.com. And I'll also stick show notes, uh, links in the show notes. It's from the Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. And uh, this is it from the show. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for downloading the program. And uh, take care. And I'll speak to you in a couple of weeks' time.
listening to the On Air Podcast. Check out the show notes and any scripts needed by visiting the website at onairpodcast.co.uk. You can email the show with comments, audio, or items for the next edition via onairpodcast at gmail.com. The show's imaging is supplied by DivaWeb, online at divaweb.co.uk.